Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them, where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, prostrated himself and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Merry Christmas. This is the last Sunday of the East of the Christmas season. So we are supposed to rejoice, give praise to praise to God. And it's the epiphany of the Lord. It's the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles. These magi were not Jews. We think they were from Persia. We believe they traveled over a thousand miles to see the Christ child. Now, if you and I were going to travel a thousand miles, some of us would say, oh, I can drive that 
in one day. My wife, who is here present, would say, no, we're going to do at least two or three. We're not going to drive that far in one day. They had to leave four months before Christ was born. It was not an easy trip. But God had inspired them that someone special, the Christ, was being born. And so we are celebrating the feast of Jesus appearing to the first Gentiles. And we pray for those who are still far from God and who has not recognized the coming of our Savior. Our first reading talks about the glory of the Lord will shine on all people, on all nations, and be a light to the Gentiles. And that happens when the people of God share the good news. God, for those of us who are baptized, who have the Holy Spirit, who are believers, God wants us to give us his best so that we can share his best with others. This week, every day I get a, a message from Matthew Kelly. Yesterday it says, our life is not about doing and having. It's about becoming. It's about becoming the people God is calling us to be. Our obsession with doing and having can lead us astray. I know in my own life, I had to have an adult conversion. As a young boy, I was baptized. I went to church every Sunday. I got married. I went to church every Sunday with my wife. I've been happily married for 49 years. I've been married for 59. Okay. So the first nine, how much time was I given to God? I came on Sunday so he would know who I was, but the other six days a week, you couldn't tell I was Christian. It was about doing and having. Money was my God. I didn't worship money, but that's where I spent all my time. And so I had to have an adult conversion. If you haven't had that adult conversion yet, if Jesus Christ isn't the center of your life, we can help you. I would suggest the women's axe retreat in March or the men's axe retreat in May or that man is you or a Bible study. We can help you, but we all need a conversion. In John's Gospel, chapter 1, John tells us in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him, nothing came to be. Most of us did not have to travel a thousand miles this morning 
to see Jesus a few miles. And Jesus is here in the Word of God, in the Eucharist. No relationship on earth is worth risking your relationship with Jesus. Nothing on earth is worth risking your relationship with Jesus. In the Gospel, in the Gospel of John, the last thing Mary tells us, do whatever He tells you. Are we willing to do what Jesus is telling us or asking us to do? In the second reading today, Paul tells us God's plan of salvation includes the Gentiles as joint heirs, as joint partakers, as joint members with the Jewish people in the gospel to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. This grace that God gives us is free. And it's been revealed to us through the apostles and the prophets. Are we going to open our eyes and see the Christ? These magi traveled a thousand miles to see the King of the Jews. And so in our gospel today, we hear the story of them coming. Are we willing, as they were, to open our eyes and look for God? Are we here this morning looking for God? When we see a sign of God, are we willing to move? Are we willing to do something different? We should expect opposition on our spiritual journey. When I had my adult conversion, I wanted to tell everyone. I wanted to tell the people I worked with. They were not excited as I was about my adult conversion. I noticed a lot of my friends changed. Right? And that's why it's good to go to Fellowship Sunday. You do want to have some friends, right? You may not like everybody you meet at church, but that is not all their problem. Some of it is you, because they may not like you, right? And so... We have to be transformed, right? One of the best things I ever did after my adult conversion, for nine years, I prayed every day that my wife would change. And I did not think God answered prayer. I had a conversion, and God asked me to pray that I would change. And so for 49 years, I haven't had to pray for my wife to change. Now, praise God, she prays it herself. But one of the best things I did was go to her and say, honey, God is calling me to be a disciple. 
I need help. Will you read the Gospels? And if you see me doing things that don't look like a disciple, would you let me know? Praise God. She has been my biggest help. My biggest support her. And you know, when you realize that God will send people to help you, if you ask. And you know, not everything she sees is what I intended. But I'm getting to see myself through somebody else's eyes. And so when she comes to me to help me, I've had to learn not to defend myself. I say, thank you, dear. I'm glad that you're letting me know what you saw. Let me pray about that. Occasionally I do say, well, let's go see Father Jesse and see if he agrees with you. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's a higher authority, so sometimes we need help. In John's Gospel, at the Last Supper, in chapter 15, Jesus says, This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. Some Sometimes loving others means we have to change. We have to listen. We have to see. Are, are they listening to my witness? Do, you know... Am I really doing it in love? Today in the gospel, the Magi, it's reported, gave Jesus their best. They saw the child, they prostrated themselves, they did him homage, and they gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What should we do when we find Christ? We should give Jesus our best. We should make Jesus the center of our lives. And I will tell you, we are the body of Christ. We're baptized individually. We receive the Holy Spirit. But together, we help each other to make Christ the center of our lives. And when we make Christ the center of our lives... And we ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand Scripture. And I specifically ask the Holy Spirit when I read the Gospels, how should I change? How should I change? And we will change if Christ is at the center of our lives. And you can expect that you will be different when you make Christ the center of your life. Today, Christ is appearing to us. Are we going to give Christ our best? St. Anthony of Patmos.